Today's episode is not only brought to you by Ritual and Calm, but we're also brought to you by ourselves. This December 12th, we are back with another live show. It's at our home away from home, Lincoln Hall in Chicago, Illinois. It is a great theater. It is an amazing place for a show. Last time was incredible. We did it before COVID, and now we're back, baby. So head on over to coxandcrendor.com. Get your tickets. Get your vaccine. Come on down. Let's have a good time, and we'll see you in Chicago. Now let's jump into this podcast. Hello, everybody. It's time for Cox and Crendor. Cox in the morning. In the morning. <laughs> Hello, everybody. The most exciting episode of Whoa, Cox and Crendor. Words in the morning. Hi. <laughs> Welcome back to Words in the Morning. Today, we're going to be <laughs> talking about words. Today's word is. Uh huh. Uh, stomach pain. <laughs> Why is it stomach pain? Why are you hurting? Well, I have the, uh, I have that same irritation. Remember like months ago and I was like, ah, I'm getting my, my stomach looked at. Yeah. I have that pain again. It's not as bad. It's just like a little bit of a flare up of it, but I think it's the old IBS hitting. So. So is that like, yeah. what is that? You know, well, that I'm tying it to the fact that yesterday I ate a donut I ate a Reese's. Uh, I mean, I ate healthy for other parts of it, but then the day before that, we had Mexican food. So I get just all added up again. I mean, maybe. I don't know. It depends on how much of everything you had, right? Unless yeah. it's just like that donut set you off. Yeah, I think the donut was the tipping point. So now, the last well, time uh, this happened. What kind of donut was it? Is a jelly-filled donut. Well, there's your problem. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I know some like, Crender, you don't got a gallbladder eating too much fats. All right? I know. Um, so that, that's probably part of it, too. So, I, uh, the last time this happened, I was like, eh, whatever. And I kind of ignored it, and that's what made it worse. So now I'm like, all right, you know, I just got to watch it, you know. And I've had it, I've had it flare up a little bit like this a couple times, and then it goes away in like a day or so. So, I mean, it's once I, once I'm like, all right, let's, let's calm down, then we're good. It just sounds like you've chosen to ignore everything your body's I saying. I mean, this is this is essentially what most people in life do. You know, you get some <laughs> sort of pain. The pain makes you stop doing a thing, and you're like, oh, my God, now that that pain is gone, I'll never go back to my old ways. And then a few months later, you're, like, doing the things you did. But you can manage it a little better. Well, I mean, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, here's what I wanted to do, all right? I wanted to have a full week of just cooking at home. Like, no eating out, no nothing. I want to, like, you know, make my own oatmeal out of, like, oats, you know? Uh, not use, like, instant oatmeal. I want to, No, like, I know. Oats, you know? Oats. <laughs> <laughs> that way I can, like, manage what I'm eating. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's it. How's that, how's that going for you? I don't know. I haven't done it yet. Oh, <laughs> I, <was laughs> I, like, I want to do really that. Oh, I was really impressed. I was like, a whole week? Damn, I don't know I could do that. Yeah, no. I, uh, I mean, the last time I had this pain, I was, like, eating at home every day. So, I mean, I know I'm capable of it. It's just, it gets so boring, so I'm like, what am I going to eat today? I'll eat a peanut butter sandwich, then I'll eat my oatmeal, then I'll have my half a cup of coffee I am allowed, then I'll have my turkey burger, then I'll have my 
chicken with vegetables. That's what I'm saying. I think <laughs> here's the problem. <laughs> it's our options before when you had to like, you know, we were busting ass. It was like, look, you got to eat at home because that's how it be. You got it. Right. Like you got the money to eat at home. That's all you can do. <laughs> and, and now I'm like, I could make that turkey sandwich or there's a Mexican place down the streets and they are way better than a turkey sandwich. <laughs> and that is the pro- society has given us too many options. Frankly, yes. and I, you know, our ancestors, it was like, look, we got bread, the one cheese that we've had all winter, and <laughs> that meat that we've been slowly making our way through since you killed that bear six months back. Like, that's it. That's all you got. And we're just like, I mean, I could eat this turkey burger, but <laughs> there is a new sushi place down the street, and I feel like we should be going. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I very much get that. Oh, this is boring. Like, I'll sit there and try to be like, all right, I'm going to go to the grocery store. I'm going to get a week's worth of food and, like, prep this stuff and, like, make these, like, chicken and broccoli and do this. And, like, and by, like, Wednesday afternoon, I'm over it. Yeah. Why did I do this? What a <laughs> dumb plan that was. All I want is, like, a freaking pizza. This sucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not, yeah. It's not fair is what it is. It's not yeah. fair. So it's, you know, at least now I can be like, all right, you know. I think the thing that doesn't bother me as much now is I'm like, all right, I know I'm not dying because I had my, you know, my endoscopy, and he looked at it and he's like, nah, you're good. It's just your, your right, irritable right, right. You bowel. You know that. You know that for sure. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. <laughs> Plus, I've had this happen over so many years. I'm like, all right, you know, you just you get used to it, but you're just like, I don't want this to happen. How do I manage? It? It's like it's trying to find what triggers it. Sometimes I think the hardest part, right, is that you never really know what does aggravate like i think it's fast you keeping a journal didn't you didn't you know i was keeping a journal by stop because it, it would go all over the place <laughs> maybe all right well that's not how maybe science I need to do it works again. maybe do the journal again <laughs> but i would write everything and i'm like i think that thing does it but then when i feel better and i eat that thing it's fine although there's the possibility that maybe because my stomach's better it's like able to handle it a little better and then when it gets overloaded then it's like all right i'm done with this shit i think that that's could probably be true. what it is yeah so, there's there's a million possibilities i, think, I imagine everyone's <laughs> stomach's different yeah so i think by eating at home more and doing all that it'll help me figure out what actually does cause it sometimes it's like you try to get healthy at home and you feel worse sometimes i'm like oh man i'm gonna eat like some olives those are supposed to be healthy and they're like oh olives are high in sodium and fat and i'm like oh neat you know, I just made a, a, a salad for lunch and it was like a big boisterous bowl of lettuce. And I'm like, you know, uh, there might be such a thing as too much salad. I was like, <laughs> oh, why I eat is. that? That's so much fiber. That's the thing, right? They tell you, you eat fiber, but if you eat too much fiber, it like bloats you and you're like, oh, yeah. you're all gassy and you're like, oh, I'm, blo- oh, I'm bloated. I'm like a balloon right now. <laughs> they blew me. You could fly me like on a house. I'd lift up the house and take you and a, a Boy Scout away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. By the way, well, this is kind of related. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. So I was thinking about, like, burning out. Because I mentioned in my, my burnout video I made, I'm like, I made, I've made where <laughs> I was like, oh, sometimes, like, you don't feel good. And that makes you burn out or whatever. So I was thinking of that. But a lot of people thought I was like, I made that video because I was burned out, but I'm not burned out right now. I made it because I used to be burned out, and then I took my break, and now I see everybody else being burned out. And that's why I wanted to make it, to be like, yo, this is why YouTubers and streamers get burned out. And of course, there's, there's like the two people 
All right, everyone's like, yeah, two people like, well, we'll try working a normal job and then burning out. It's like, okay, well, you know what that reminds me of? The weather people, right? It reminds me of the weather people where it's like, oh, man, it's cold out. I knew that was going to happen. It's so cold out today at 45 degrees and someone's like, whoa, you think that's cold? It's negative 800 here. Try living in that. I get what they're saying, right? They're saying, well, you know, you're burning out, but look at me. I'm working a harder job and I still burn out and stuff. Like, I get it. The point is, that's the whole point is you you burn out even more because in your head you're invalidating those feelings. Like, I shouldn't feel burned out because I am working this great job, but you are. And then it loops and it's fine. Well, yeah, and I think people assume, because let's be real, I assume this about a lot of people too. When someone posts something on Twitter, for example, or makes a video where the video is like, you know, it's all right. If you do your own thing, not every day do you have to go by someone else's drum. I hate when, and then they go on a rant about something and you're like, ah, <laughs> that just happened to you. And you're trying to be like, yeah. right. So I understand mm. how people can see you saying, Hey, don't burn out as I'm burning out. And I'm trying to tell you, but yeah, really I'm speaking it. to myself. <laughs> that yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. No, I can see that. Cause I mean, I have done that before where you like, you make a video talking about something, but you're kind of talking to yourself. So I get yeah. it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, I've been there. I've definitely been there and been yeah. like, I'm going to make a video and it's really just me <laughs> saying it out loud <laughs> so I can get through the day. <laughs> I'm more, uh, I'm not even burning. I'm at a point where I think I mentioned it last week, but I didn't do it again where I, I want to take like a day off or two days and just organize and clean everything. And I didn't I do it. I can't believe you didn't do it. I didn't do it. I don't know why I didn't. Oh, chronic. I need... I need to organize and clean. I need to do it. I did a little bit of organizing and cleaning, but I didn't do enough. I didn't, like, go Marie Kondo. Well, I tried. <laughs> this week, I went through, and I... So I have one closet where I kind of just store everything. Like, I have a... And it's it's just a bunch of bins. And then, so I was like, oh, those are the bins of things that I said. You know what? I'm going to keep that stuff. And then I looked at them. I was like, why do I have four bins of stuff? What if I could get that down to three? <laughs> so <laughs> I opened them all up and took everything out. And now my living room is filled with stuff. I'm looking at it right now. And I started going through it. And then I found my box that has all of my receipts and all the different things. And I was like, how long do I have to keep this stuff? And I looked at it online. And it said three years from the date it was used to file something. So it basically, I need to... To save, I think, up back to 2016, maybe? 2017? Something like, no matter what. No mm. matter what. I was just like, oh, my God. So I got things from 2013 in there. And I'm like, all right, well, what do I actually need? It's like piles of stuff. I'm like, oh, my God. So I started going through that. And then I was going through a desk. And, uh, you know, there's most of it's just like stuff I need for, you know, if I open the desk right now, I got uh, one lighter. One, uh, what is this, uh, you know, like, uh, thing. <laughs> what is this called? <laughs> like a USB drive. Oh, yeah. Scissors, a thing to clean a keyboard, and then, uh, uh, stuff for my phone, right? That's all that's in there. Oh, but my God. Also I have so many, like, cables that I just keep, because I'm like, I, I might need this HDMI cable or this, like, printer cable, and I never need it. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I do have three extra... Uh, Ethernet cords in this desk in one of the lower drawers <laughs> just in case because I actually use those. Um, right. But so the, but I found a ring and 
clearly I've kept this for a long time and I just put it in there because I obviously don't know what to do with it. Mm. But it is a gold ring with a black onyx top and then a, like, a crazy ass symbol in it. <laughs> and it's definitely my grandfather's and it was definitely given to me and I definitely don't know what it is. And I have been, honestly been looking up trying to figure out what the symbol is because it looks like it, it could be anything from a college ring to... Like some sort of cult. I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what this thing is, but it's got like it's got a shield on it, and on the shield is like a symbol with a triangle. So already I'm like, hmm, what does this mean? And then there's three <laughs> little symbols above it, and I can't see what they are because they're so small. And then above that is like an eagle, and that was worrisome because the only time I've ever seen an eagle like this is on like Nazi flags, and I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> so I don't know what that means. And then like the it's got like text written underneath it. But it's so small, I can't see what it is. And I tried to take a photo with my phone and like zoom in, and it blurred. And I spent much longer than I will. I'm willing to admit on that part of it. But I like literally couldn't see what it says. I don't know what this is. I've looked it up online. I've, I've like typed in every possible thing I can think of. It is. It has to be like ye old class ring or something. Like it has yeah. to be. But yeah, Art Deco monogramming is what it has on it. It's so I know like all the features of it. I just don't know what the symbol is. And I don't think it's like a terribly expensive ring, right? I've seen rings that are similar to it online that aren't like, you know, they're not like thousand dollars. So this, you know, it's mm. clearly just like a dude's ring from, but I don't know what it means. And I'm fascinated by it. And I've been, I spent the last hour before we started this podcast, looking up stuff just so I could figure out what it was. I'm gonna let you know everything that it showed me was the Masons. <laughs> and I'm just like, is this the Masons? But I don't know that that's true either because it isn't. It clearly isn't if a Mason. You secretly symbol. join the Masons. I mean, if that's the case, ain't nobody come to me and be like, "You're part of the group now." No <laughs> one's told me that. You probably would have had to give the ring back, or they would have had to like take you out or something. Yeah, no one's taken me out. It's been years, and I just <laughs> you know I haven't done anything with it. It's just sat here, and clearly it's not like a valuable thing. There's no jewels in it, right? It's just right. literally a, like a black sheet. Like, you know, it could be gold-plated for all I know. I, like, I just don't know what it is. I couldn't tell you what it is. And I have, it's clearly just an Art Deco ring. It's obviously from the, you know, 40s and, or 30s. And it is like, I don't know. It's weird looking. It's crazy. Huh. Yeah. So I'm just like, well, maybe this could be like a treasure. Or it could be, you know, total trash. Either way, I have it. And um, the search continues. I'm going to try and figure out what the symbol, it, it has to be, it seems like a call, like to me, it looks like a college seal, you know, like a crest or something like that, uh, Yeah. but I have no idea what this would be. And the fact that there's like a crazy pyramid on it, I'm like, oh, this is, I'm an Illuminati now. <laughs> I don't know what I'm in. So, yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I'm in the Illuminati. That could be great. How's the rest of your cleaning? Uh, good. I went through and found a bunch of just wacky stuff like a lot of change apparently just like in random places <laughs> so i have a one of those wood change cozies i don't know what to call that but years ago it was given to me as like a gift right and you know sometimes you get gifts that you're like what the hell am i gonna do with this mm. well that gift i thought that way but now i have a thing on my desk here that has i'm gonna say a bunch of quarters pennies dimes and nickels in it and i'm just it's great i'm like oh i got change from whatever bing boop boop right <laughs> And so I just store my change. What am I going to do with it? Couldn't tell you. But it's sitting there and it's looking at me like, hey, if you ever need money, I think I have like a good uh, $6 there. 
So watch out, future me. You're going to be rich, kid. <laughs> and then uh, I went through and found a bunch of books. I don't know what I'm going to do with them. They're like classics, though. They're like classic uh, books. Classics. I'm like, oh, you know, it's nice to keep them in yeah. case I'll ever read them again. But also, like, I've read them. You know, like, there's only so many times I can read Frankenstein. Like, I, you know, yeah. great book, lovely story, fan, like, wonderful, weird adventure. But also, you know, once you read it once, it's like, all right, I get it. Thanks, Mary Shelley. <laughs> I actually, uh, we went through our books as well. And there's a whole bunch of books I forgot I even had. So I, back in the day, I was buying all these, like, marketing books and, like, self-help books. And I was like, I'm going to become a big-time youtube gamer or i don't know uh and not socially awkward so i bought like how'd all that these work books. out uh i mean <laughs> better than i used to be i guess <laughs> uh bound up the books did it or just actually being you know casted into the social fires did it probably the latter uh anyway there's like a bunch of books and i was looking through them and some i was like ah, i haven't even read this one like this one was like not even that good. Some of them, that's like, they have the, they're like 10 things on how to be a better you. And then you can just like look at the chapters and it's like, do these things. And you're like, all right, well, that's the book. <laughs> like put it away. So it's like, I don't Did know. any of those actually help you? Because I always, I, I always wonder, because everyone's like, oh, I read this book and it helped me so much. And I'm like, all right, mm. in what way did it help you? And they're like, well, and this one chapter said to do this. So I did this. I'm like, okay, so. You did the one thing. What else in the book helped? And like, well, you know, I just did the one thing and it seemed to really work. I was like, so did you need the book or just that one bit of advice? <laughs> right? Like it's a lot of yeah. questions. I think uh, there's like bits and pieces that help. But yeah, it's like what they said. It's like you get a couple things from it where you're like, oh, that's pretty interesting. And then the rest of it, I feel like it's just filler so they can write a book and sell it. Like Probably. believe in yourself. Like what's that even mean? <laughs> believe in yourself like okay i believe in myself now now what now what do i do that's uh it's like when everybody's like just be yourself right like uh <laughs> now what like what do you do now what if you don't like yourself what if you don't know who you are how can you be yourself if you don't know who you are right I, well that's the that, i think that's the thing is is vagary sells because it's easy mm. and people kind of understand vagueness it goes back to what i was talking about on that show the circle when the people that were vague, everyone was like, that was real. And the woman who gave <laughs> yeah. specifics, they were like, fake. That's a fake person. And <laughs> it, like, I'm telling you, that's going to stick with me forever. I'm going to think about that till the day I die. <laughs> Is that they like got that poor woman and they just lied and made Crendor. They made up stuff. They just made up stuff. And people were like, well, that seems real. That, if anything, I'd sell, that tells me all I need to know about humanity. I just like everything I did. Oh, it breaks my heart. Anyway, you know, if you want to give people real help. Um, you, you should be specific, but the problem is with specifics, it doesn't always relate to that person. Mm. And, and, and once they hear a thing that's specific, they immediately are like, oh, well, that's not about me. And then they yeah. stop. So, so, you know, you can say be yourself, but really what you're saying is like, get good with yourself, be able to look at yourself and critically size yourself up and figure out like what your flaws are. Like the other day in, in, in chat, when I was streaming, uh, there was someone who was like, I, you know, haven't had a date in a long time. And I, you know, I think that these women think I'm like 
ugly or whatever. I don't remember the exact thing, but that's basically the gist. Mm. And I was like, well, what about you do you think is ugly? Like, if you could change something about yourself, what would you change, right? Is there something wrong with you that you think other people have issue with? Uh, You know, is there something about yourself that would make you more attractive to other people? And um, if if you're like, no, I think I'm fine, then that's on them. That's their problem, not yours. Like, if you Mm. are good with you, then that's then those people are idiots and find yourself a new group of people to hang out with. And other things, you know, if it's like, look, I, I take a shower once a week, maybe consider doing it more, right? If people are like, you stank, mm-hmm. maybe consider not stinking so much. Or if people are like, oh man, this guy, he farts a lot. Maybe <laughs> think about not farting so much in public. You know, like there's, there's <laughs> it's really dumb examples. But if you can like. picture some guy like sitting there, he's like, good, hold it in. <laughs> hold it in. What even happens if you like hold it in? Is that like bad for you? Um, I, I don't know. I what I do know is that sometimes when I've had to fart and I, I've held it in, about an hour later, I have the like I got to run to the bathroom. I'm like, whoa! <laughs> All right, we're about to learn. Uh, is holding a fart in bad for you? From time to time, you may want to hold in gas to suppress flatulence when you're in a room with others, but holding in gas too frequently can actually irritate the colon. It may also irritate hemorrhoids. Releasing gas is healthier. Look at that. There you go. Well, st- maybe maybe step away. <laughs> step away. Yeah, step away. Unleash your fart. Return. <laughs> I don't think you need to. I don't think you need to do it. You know, <laughs> a lot of or or if you have to burp, right? Maybe mm-hmm. maybe like step away and burp. There, I, yeah. All I'm saying is. You got to like figure out the things that might turn people off and then, you know, address it. And if you don't think that's an issue, if you think that your burps are like mighty burps and should be heard, then that's again, not on you anymore. If they, if the people you're with can't handle it, then don't be with those people. Yeah. The problem is, is when you tell people that none of that's an easy answer. None of that's an easy solution, but saying be yourself. People are like, I get that. (laughs) It's like, well, all right, cool. Yeah. Good luck. There's a, I think from all those books I was thinking back on, there's a few things I can remember. So one of them I actually brought up back on like for season one of this podcast, if you want to put them in seasons, uh, the blue paint theory. What do you, what do you consider season one? Like Probably the first, first year. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I put, put each season in year form. So that was season one. We're on like year, year nine now or whatever. Right. Uh, season nine. Uh, so yeah, I would say the blue paint theory was one. You remember that? I don't. I don't remember the blue paint All theory. Right. So that is the idea that if there's like a red wall and you put one little patch of blue paint on that wall, everyone's going to notice the blue paint. Hmm. Okay. So like your attention looking at that wall, it's instantly going to go to that blue because it's, it's like, all right, everything's red. Everything's red. Oh, there's a something's wrong. That thing is blue. And so that was the, I think it was Seth Godin, something like that. I think it was the spotted cow. Uh, so it's like a, his thing was the purple cow. But I said the blue paint theory because I thought it made more sense. Uh, or it's like a purple cow in a field. You're going to notice the purple cow. Either way, so it makes it so like if you're making a video or you're live streaming or you're, I don't know, trying to sell something like a commercial or whatever, if you make something different, from what's normal, it's going to stand out because people aren't used to it. So, I mean, it's true. Sure. It makes sense, but... It doesn't necessarily mean it's a good thing, but it's yeah. true, for sure. It's good to know it, because it's... Right. You might use it, you might not. 
Uh, sometimes you don't want to stand out constantly because be like, ah, they're they're trying to like. There's there's companies that have done that as the wacky kind of quirky company. Like, hey guys, we're st- we're different again, and it's like, all right, I get it, you know. <laughs> uh, then there's the Make Friends Influence People book. That was actually a really good book. Uh, which I think it's one of the most famous books on self help. I was stuff. about to say that <laughs> definitely sounds like something my mom probably read 25 years yeah. ago. Is uh, originally published in 1936 by Dale Carnegie. Oh my god! So oh the, my god! 1936. That book yeah. has life. <laughs> That's Dale Carnegie. So the Carnegie Hall. That's him. Uh, and I remember Dale, reading that book. Really? Yeah. Not Andrew Carnegie. No, 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 no. It's Dale. Dale. His is that his son? Dale. <laughs> Dale Carnegie. Uh, all right, sure. Oh, wait. Actually, no. They're not related at all. Never I was mind. about to say, <laughs> Andrew Carnegie is not Dale Carnegie. No, no. It was, it was definitely uh, not listen, true. it was like the 30s. Everybody. <laughs> nobody knew anything. And there were less knew. people, so technically <laughs> more people were related. This is yeah. a possibility. Sure. Um, so his, it was actually interesting because his tips were like, just become genuinely interested in what somebody else is talking about, which I think is a good tip because a lot of people when they're talking are trying to think about what they're going to say next and they're not really paying attention to what the other person's saying uh, uh can i can i tell you when i do that so i, <laughs> I like pay attention to what people say mm. but i look them in the eyes when they talk and it it weirds people out it's crazy <laughs> to see because like they'll uh, i always whenever anyone talks to me i always look them in the eyes and they get like real weird it's like i'm piercing into their soul and i want to let them know i'm just look i'm like I'm not like trying to, I'm just trying to like, I'm paying attention to you. It's how I focus. Mm. And <laughs> people do not like it. They get real weird with it. They always do that like, uh, uh, uh <laughs> every time, every time. And, uh, I've actually, yeah, I love I've gotten it. more used to that now where I'll like look people in the eyes and I notice either some people just like, you know, be like, yeah, hey, and they'll like stare back and then other people will always like look away. To yeah, me, you can like tell there's... who are the businessy, the, like the business bros, because they will <laughs> yeah. like intense. They will match your stare and then attempt to outstare you, so you'll look away, and it's like really awkward. <laughs> and you're just like, oh boy, okay. To me, I use the tactic where it's like I do this because I'm like, well, how do you like break a stare and like keep eye contact while making it natural? So I'll be like, oh yeah, you like make a gesture like and over there and you kind of look over in a way and like point and then you look back so it's like you're giving the, the eye contact a break but you're also keeping the conversation going <laughs> or like making a hand you're like there's a little thing and you show like a little box with your hands or something and you look down at it and then you look back so it's like you give the little brief moments. This is what happens when you read like all these books you're like how do I deconstruct the socialing <laughs> the social uh, process? Uh, well, look, you got me, you read that one book, and you got me talking, and you were like, and then? Okay, oh, yeah, that's right. Then. That was the book. That was <laughs> the master class. You got my ass. I was like, uh, ready to tell you my life story. <laughs> that's true. That master class was really good. That was one of my favorite things. If that was a book, I would have highly recommended it, but I highly recommend the master class. It's the, uh, the FBI guy master class. Just look that up. You'll find it. Uh, and he actually had a thing that Dale Carnegie mentioned, which is... Uh, you want to talk in terms of the other person's interest, right? So when uh, in the book he mentions how there's this guy who's doing business with and he keeps talking about sailing or something like that. He's like, oh, yeah, I want to go sailing. I love boats. And he's like, oh, you love sailing? And he like just gets really into it. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, we should go sailing sometime. And then 
a week later, the guy comes back and he's like, oh man. And he goes to his secretary and he's like, I can't wait to go sailing. I didn't know he was a big sailor. And her secretary's like, he never goes sailing. And the guy's like, what? And so he was literally just like listening to him and like learning about sailing and being like, wow, that's interesting. And just like asking questions about it. And that guy just interpreted that it meant he was also very into sailing when he was just being like polite and curious. I am very, very bad at that. <laughs> uh, I when when I hear someone talk about something they love, unless it's something I equally love, I will <laughs> normally just be like, "Cool," and zone out. <laughs> and I know you shouldn't. I know you shouldn't. Well, I think a lot of but, people do that. That's the thing. Yeah, and and so I have recently, when talking to people, tried to be much more like, "Awesome, that's so." Because I realized the only time I do it. Is when I talk to kids. <laughs> if I talk to kids and they're like, "Today I saw a butterfly," and I'm like, "I don't know what the hell kid that was." <laughs> well, that kid, the, today I saw, I saw a butterfly. butterfly. <laughs> that kid. I will sit there and be like, "Oh my god, what? What did it look like? Where was? What was it doing? Oh, do you think it has a family?" I'll sit there and like pander to that kid, and I realize I don't do that with adults at all. I'll be like, uh, "Oh, cool." <laughs> wow awesome right and i don't know why i don't know why so now i've really tried to do that to everyone uh and it's like worked out really well it's totally a correct theory uh there's there's people that i talked to i was just talking with this girl the other day and she was like i'm not really into games but like i do like this one mobile game i'm like oh what kind of mobile game is it and she's like it's kind of fun i'm like oh that's so neat and i was just like jesse <laughs> You know you don't care. <laughs> like, maybe you I was feel like you're doing it anyway. Maybe you feel fake. That's why you don't like it. Oh, I definitely feel fake. That's absolutely true. I hate feeling fake. <laughs> it's one of my uh, yeah. I, I I hate because then I have to live with myself. I'll leave <laughs> that conversation and be like, why? Why did I? Oh, Jesse. Why? I actually get genuinely curious about what other people are interested in, and I like learning about it. So, I mean, you know, like, uh, when I interview people on, like, fishing with Krendor, and they're always like, oh, I used to play this game. And I'm like, oh, that game? And they're like, yeah, that game. And they, like, go off about it, and I'm like, whoa. So, it's like, it works really well in an interview format, because you kind of keep the interview interview flowing that way. Uh, but I feel like for a lot of, maybe in, like, normal conversations, like, if you're at a bar or something, it might be boring, because you'd be like, oh, what's going on? And they'd be like... Yeah, watching the game. And if you don't care about the game, it's going to be weird. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Then it's done. Yeah. And I, I, there are definitely times when I'll have conversations with people where they say a thing and I literally have no desire to follow up. And so yeah. we'll just sit there <laughs> in silence. And here's the thing. People might find that awkward. I do not. I'm happy the conversation's over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, thank God. I don't have to like talk about the weather. Oh, if we got there, I'd be, I'd be over it. I would love talking about the weather. <laughs> I know. I'm aware. Uh, and then the last thing was uh, the, I think it was the five minute rule where it's, you just do something for five minutes. And that's one of the best ways to do, like get started with anything. Because whenever you think of a task, you think of the entire thing. Like, oh, I got to clean. That's going to take forever. But if you're like, you know what? I'm just going to clean up. This small little thing on my desk for five minutes. Then you do it, and then that gets you rolling. Once the ball's rolling, you're like, well, I might as well go clean that thing over there. And maybe I'll go do that over there. And it works for, like, 
ed like even editing. I used to be like, oh, I don't want to make this video. And I'm like, you know what? I'll do like five minutes of editing. And then before I knew it, I was like doing the whole thing. I don't have that at all. I if, <laughs> if I do anything, I have to set time aside. I can't be like, all right, just take five minutes to do this. If I did that, nothing would get done. Let's I would have got five like three minutes. schedules. I know, but like everything's scheduled at least. If I had, if I was like five minutes for this, then I would only spend five minutes on it, and nothing would get done. Is what I'm saying. Like I would spend exactly five and be like, all right, that was enough of that. Time to move on, and nothing would get done. Well, it worked for me. Not all of these will work for everybody, so yeah, you know, those were those were the ones that helped me the most, I think. Plus, I think I just learned even from making my wow machinimas way back that people enjoy relatability. So, you know, want to be like, this is the type of person you see in a dungeon and they're like, "Go, go, go, go." And everyone's like, "I've seen that guy." That's in minds and everyone's like, "Yeah, that's like you, Jimmy." And they like point to their friend. So everybody likes that relatability. Jimmy's like, "You sons of bitches." <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's kind of what comedy is in a way. Well, one form of comedy, at least, is just relatability in a kind of over-exaggerated way. That's true. Everyone just point and laugh at Billy. Yeah. Oh, Let's geez. laugh at him. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you sons of bitches. <laughs> um, so, yeah, those, those are the main things I learned. Well, those are good things to learn. That's That's true. I, uh, yeah, I didn't learn nothing. I still haven't learned nothing. I know for a fact I've learned so little. Well. I know how dumb I am. That's the problem. At least you've learned that. Yeah, I learned, I learned nothing. I didn't even learn that. I, I mean, I say I know how dumb I am, but I forget. Sometimes I think I got it figured out. And then I'm like, oh, you idiot. You don't have it figured out at all. Well, that's, that's what I mean. You learn that you don't know anything. Really, none of us know anything when you think about it. Well, that's true, except that the biggest idiots definitely don't think about it. That's, that's the problem. That's the problem. The, whenever somebody's like, oh, I'm so dumb, that means that they're probably not dumb. I mean, the fact that they're able to analyze themselves and think about themselves and like their situation and surroundings probably means they're not dumb. But the people that are like, yeah, I'm pretty smart, that usually means they're the dumbest ones. Well, you know what's not dumb? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> what? Getting essential vitamins for your body and doing it in a way that actually helps you without all those sugars and GMOs and synthetic fillers and artificial colorants. Of course, I'm talking about ritual. We deserve to know what we're putting in our bodies and why, right? Especially when it comes to something we take every single day. Ritual's clean, vegan-friendly multivitamin formula is made with bioavailable forms your body can actually use. Plus, it's got like a fresh taste and delayed release capsule. So it makes taking your vitamins super easy. I'm telling you, every time you open up that uh, little container, it smells like a minty summer day. A minty, minty summer? That's right. <laughs> a minty summer day. <laughs> Love those minty summer days. Well, I have a minty summer day every day because I take Ritual every single morning. And uh, it's great because I know exactly what I'm putting in my body. I know that I'm getting boron from Illinois. Boron. I'm getting boron from boron. Illinois. I'm getting magnesium from Utah. Right? I get my uh, folates from Italy. I can look up and see where I'm getting my stuff. I know for a fact that I'm getting my vitamin K2 from Norway in a pure non-soy form. It gives you, like, all the details 
right? If I wanted to like, oh yes, I'm getting this from Canadian microalgae. That's where I get my omega-3s. Like it will tell you where you're getting your stuff. And that's very rare when it comes to any pills that you're putting inside your body. Let's be real. It is a multivitamin the way multivitamins should be. No shady extras. Now it comes available for women, men, teens, 50 plus. Ritual multivitamins are scientifically developed to help support different stages of life. Your multivitamins can be delivered to your door every month with free shipping always. You can start, snooze, or cancel your subscription at any time. And if you don't love Ritual within your first month, they'll refund your first order. Get the key nutrients without all the BS. Ritual's offering you right now 10% off your first three months. Go to ritual.com slash cox to start your ritual today. That's ritual.com slash cox for 10% off your first three months. Also, today we're brought to you by Calm. Traveling for the first time in a while? You're finally getting out of the house? You're finding uh, new surroundings or the weather changing? A little hard to sleep? Yeah. Calm is there to help. Calm has amazing sleep stories that will get you rested for the weather, rested for your next vacation or work trip, or if you're just going back to the office, get you rested for the next day of your life. Calm is the number one mental wellness app, and it is here to give you all the tools you need to improve the way you feel. Clear your head with daily guided meditations. Improve your focus with Calm's curated music tracks and Drift off to sleep with Calm's imaginative dream stories. And all you have to do is go to calm, C-A-L-M dot com slash Cox. You'll get a limited time offer for 40% off a Calm premium subscription, which includes hundreds of hours of programming and new content is added every single week. Again, I said this before, I'll say it again. I wake up every day and I listen to the Daily Guided Meditations. It gets me going. It is literally just a reminder to take 10 minutes to breathe. That's really what it is, and it's wonderful. Over 100 million people around the world use Calm to take care of their minds. You can do it too. Sleep more, stress less, live better with Calm. For you, our listeners of this show, you can get 40% off a Calm premium subscription. That's clm.com slash cox. Calm.com slash cox. All right, Kendra, let's go to Chapter 7. This guy's Kendra has a drummer out there. Oh boy, traffic out there is wild. There's a lot of rain all over, uh, so watch out for that rain, because it is raining. Uh, you know, why do they say raining cats and dogs? Is there, like, is there a thing behind that? Did we ever look that up? That seems like something you we might have looked it. up. Yeah, hold on, I'm going to Google it. Cool, I'll just sit here in the helicopter. Okay. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, here we go. We don't know. The phrase might have its roots in Norse mythology, medieval superstitions, the obsolete word catadoop, waterfall, or dead animals in the streets of Britain being picked up by water storms. The first recorded use of the phrase, similar to raining cats and dogs, was in 1651, collection of poems from Olar Iskanis. Uh, and a whole bunch of other stuff. So, uh, we don't know. Back to you. That's super morbid, though. <laughs> it <laughs> rained so yeah. much that it picked up the dead cats and dogs. <laughs> That's messed up. Yeah, but it might not be that. So, I mean, yeah, it might not be, but I feel I feel like it is. It probably uh, is knowing like <laughs> history. 
Right? Uh, okay, well, uh, speaking of weather. Oh, I like to think it's just cats and dogs raining from the sky. That's even worse. That's even worse and more messy. That's not good. That's uh, yeah, I terrible. guess that's also true. Uh, I like to move on. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of, let's go to weather. Weather time. Um, Welcome to the weather desk. How are you? I mean, I'm great. How's the weather? Uh, weather's looking good. Today, we're going to go to either Crick Gwendo or Crick Gwendo, France. Which one do you want to go to? They sound what they sounded the same. What were you talking about? One's with a K and one's with a C. Are they are but are they the same? Hold on, I'll send it to you. So you can see for yourself here. Are you sure they're not the same place? Pretty sure. Are well, it's literally spelled the exact same way except for <laughs> You well, know, it might be the same place. <laughs> I feel like it's the same place. Well, either way, it's like how do you say it? Crick crack. Crack, I don't know. Let me see. Pronunciation. Internet, help me out. For French, it's got to be like, you know? How do you say that? Right? The worst part is there's nothing on the internet that says how to spell this. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's the different... How do you spell le how to pronounce Le Cri France. Can I press a button? Pronunciation. I can't even find it on the weather thing. Crack. 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 Crack something. Crack something. Crack. 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 Yeah. I think it's how it's said. Well, if that's the case. We're going to crack France. <laughs> uh, here in, I don't even know if this is the right crack France. Wait, but why did you here. choose this? Who? What happened? How did we get here? It was on a podcast comments. So, so someone lives in crack and they can tell us how it's spelled? I guess. Crack. I don't know if they don't know or, or if they live there, if they just are recommending it or what it is. It, from now on, yeah. when someone tells us where to go, tell us how to pronounce it too. All right, all right. Um, Cause none of us, well, not, ain't, ain't no American about to pronounce crack. Crack, good day. Crack, France. Um, so it's fifty-eight degrees Fahrenheit. You can convert that to Celsius. Forty-six uh, percent chance of rain through three a.m. Uh, it is currently seventy-nine percent humidity, twenty-nine point nine one inches of pressure, eight mile visibility, twelve mile an hour winds, dew point at fifty-two, zero out of ten on the old UV. Moon phase, waning crescent moon uh, over on the 10-day. You've got weather. Uh, considerable mm-hmm. cloudiness with occasional rain showers. Low near 55. 10 to 20 mile an hour winds. Chance of rain 70%. Then you got Monday, 64 with p.m. showers. Tuesday, 62, windy. Wednesday, 64, partly cloudy. Thursday, 65, partly cloudy. Friday, 67, mostly sunny. And Saturday is 68 with partly cloudy and pretty much just that for every day after as well. So that is crack France weather. Okay, let's go. Sports. Sports. Welcome to the sports desk. Okay, I'm at that sports desk. (laughs) Okay, thank you. 
Here at the sports desk, we've got sports games happening. So, NFL football today. We had, uh, well, on Thursday, the Bengals beat the Jaguars. Jaguars have now lost 19 what games in a row. Well, you know what? That's what happens when you get rid of Minshew. That's what happens. They they goof themselves. Uh, Jets beat the Titans in overtime. The Bears beat the Lions. It was a sloppy game. I watched that one. Colts beat the Dolphins. Browns beat the Vikings. The Washington football team beat the Falcons. The Bills beat the Texans 40 to what nothing. What is happening? What is happening? Well, the world is upside down. <laughs> what? These scores are... I don't Teams are winning that should not be winning. Uh, the Giants beat the Saints in overtime. The Chiefs beat the Eagles. The Cowboys beat the Panthers. The Seahawks beat the 49ers. The Cardinals beat the Rams. Packers beat the Steelers. I watched that one. Ravens beat the I Broncos. <laughs> and tonight, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be taking on the New England Patriots as Tom Brady returns to New England. And you know a- what's about to happen? The Patriots about to lose. Yep, they're going to lose, definitely. Up is down, down is up. <laughs> Cats sleeping with dogs. Mass hysteria. Mass hysteria. Over in baseball, boo, 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 boo. Uh, the playoffs are going to be starting up. All the final games got played today. The wild card games will be the Red Sox and the Yankees. And the winner gets to play Tampa Bay. And then the White Sox play Houston. In the NL, you got the Dodgers and the Cardinals, and the winner plays San Francisco, and then the Braves and the Brewers in the other side. That's like the, those are like four teams I just don't like. The Red Sox, Yankees, Cardinals, and Dodgers. Yeah, I just wish they all lost, and then the other teams played. Not a fan. Um, <laughs> someone's be like, hey, what's wrong with them? All right, I just don't like them. Uh, I'm, going, I'm cheering for Tampa Bay. And uh, the Brewers. Those are my teams for the baseball playoffs. So if they both reach the World Series, I'll be pretty happy. I'll also pull for the Giants because they got Chris Bryant. Used to be the Cubs. Uh, we, uh, yeah, yeah. And then uh, NBA is going to be starting up preseason this week, which I'm excited about. And then uh, hockey's already started up their preseason. So this is one of the best sports months. You got playoff baseball. You got basketball starting, hockey starting, and football going on. That's a lot of sports. A lot of sports. A lot of sports. I'm going to say too much. No, 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 not too much. We should combine at least two or three of them. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what if we combined hockey, basketball, <laughs> and, you know, football's a little bit of hockey, too. Put all the basketball players on skates. They have to dribble. Uh, I mean, it could be fun. Make it an Olympic sport. <laughs> it sounds pretty Olympic. <laughs> they have to skate. They have to do a, like, a SoCal 360 while kicking the ball. Through the field goal, right? <laughs> while, while kicking a field goal. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I'd still watch it. Also, what if they were robots? When do, are we going to let robots fight? <laughs> it has I to happen. I was promised a future that we are not delivering on. I want robot gladiators. Right? That'd be we awesome. We tried that for a little bit, but it was brought to sci fi, and that's where shows go to die. So all I want to <laughs> oh, know yeah. is. <laughs> When are we going to get robot battles? Where's Where Real are Steel? The robots? Yeah. Come on. What, the, what? That movie took place in, hold on. Real Steel Wiki. <laughs> I can't believe this is where I'm going. The Real Steel Wiki. Okay. Real Steel <laughs> takes place. Get out of town. 
In 2020, human boxes have replaced robots. They've <laughs> <laughs> been replaced by robots. Human boxes. So in 2020, they had, they had robot boxers. <laughs> oh, my Some God. Some bullshit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Our 2020 was so much worse. <laughs> like, just so much worse. It really was. The only people boxing, like, I mean, I guess... I guess if you if you think of like influencers as robots, it's, we're pretty close. Most boxes yeah. have been replaced by that. But like, come on, that's not even fair. The worst part is, is a lot of the things that took place in in the movie were like, oh, that's like a Generation One robot. It's that Gen One robot had been like 2017. Man, <laughs> bullshit. We got we got screwed. That was like the complete opposite of a year. What's messed up is the movie came out in 2011. So they were like nine years from now. This world's going to be totally different and awesome. <laughs> you were so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> How could you? How could you real steal? That's, uh, that's sports. All right. Well, let's go to our weird fact of the day. Weird fact of the day. Here we go. This is going to be a honker of a fact. Are you ready? No, but I'm here. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Sharks existed before trees. Well, well, all right. That's probably true. Wait. Yeah. That's, but like actual sharks or like pre sharks. Um, let's find out. Trees are youngins compared to the geezer sharks that rule the sea. Sharks have existed for around 400 million years, while trees became their own official species only 350 million years ago. Other notable animals that outlive our leafy ancestors are the horseshoe crab and the jellyfish. I mean, I guess because they're mostly cartilage, right? So, like, they're, they yeah. really haven't evolved all that much or had yeah. a need to. I don't know. Isn't I don't the, know. Can't sharks, like, heal themselves at, like, an insane rate or something? Yeah, like, can, like, when do you think sharks... Decided to become godless killing machines. Was that pretty early on? I don't know. They probably did just the, you know, survival. Um, All I'm saying is, look, I'm not very religious, but this whole Noah Ark thing, God was like, hey, get these animals on. You notice sharks didn't have to get on that boat. Just saying. (laughs) Just maybe God was trying to drown them in a flood. Just putting it out there. Just saying what needs to be said. And they survived. He's like, God. And they survived. Yeah. God, this killing machine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's that healing factor they have. (laughs) They're mutants. Uh, um, Here's your fact of the day. All right. What is our big news story of the day? Big news story of the day. Uh, This is a stall if I've ever heard it. Yes. (laughs) No, we got one. We got one. Florida man uses recycling bin to catch large alligator outside house. I don't know the procedures, so I did it my own way. That's 26 <laughs> year Okay, I think I've seen this. Yes, yes. Uh, I don't know the procedures, so I did it my own way, says 26-year-old U.S. Army vet after the reptile hissed at his daughter. Not all heroes wear capes. Some wear slides and socks. A U.S. Army vet who has gone viral online for trapping a large Florida alligator in a wheelie bin says he used the front like a hippo mouth to scare the reptile into submission. When 26-year-old Eugene Bozzi's daughter told him, Hey, this big alligator just hissed at me. 
he thought it must be a baby. Uh, when he went outside and it was 1.8 meters long, he was daunted but not deterred. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, I'm removing it because he's probably hungry. He told the USA Today, the only thing that came to my mind was to protect my kids and the other children outside. So he grabbed the recycling bin, sliding it along the floor, lid open towards the alligator, which was at least as long as the large trash can. In a video uploaded to YouTube titled, The Black Dundee, the open mouth alligator is facing the bin head on and at first shuffles slowly towards the shuffles backwards hissing. Eventually, there's a standoff. The alligator stops moving backwards, and Bozzy holds the bin in place. A crowd is gathered, and Bozzy asks that someone let him know when the animal's head goes inside the bin. Then he rushes forward and flips the bin's blue lid on the gator's head. The sun streaks across the camera. The gator hisses and flails straight into the bin, tries to backtrack, swishing its tail, but he tips the bin upright, and the gator's tail disappears. I was frightened. When I had it in, because it was so powerful, and I didn't expect that. It was pushing out, whipping its tail around. Denise Sparks was inside her home when she heard the commotion. I would have been gator food. <laughs> I would have fainted, <laughs> she said. I said, what in the world is going on? I heard boom, boom, boom. I don't know the procedures, so I did it my own way, Bozzy said. As the video went viral online, many people noted that Bozzy had pulled off that feat while wearing slides and socks. He was wearing, you know, socks and sandals. Twitter used, called, uh, uh, wait, now Twitter's, okay, these are just people tweeting, being like, whoa, he did it. Uh, so yeah, that happens. <laughs> and if you look that up, you'll find him, and that's it. He's, he gets the gator in the bin. What happened the to the gator? part of that, they probably threw it back in the swamp somewhere. Yeah, that's what I figured. I mean, if, if the gator got there, he had to have a home that was nearby. <laughs> I, the craziest part about the video, when you watch it, there's a moment where, and I don't know if this was his intention, there's a moment where he lifts the, the trash can lid, and it kind of looks like a mouth that's trying to eat the gator, and the gator pauses. He's like, oh, what is that thing? Because <laughs> up until then, he hadn't tried to like move the mouth to make it look like it was moving. And so the gator's just like, well, and he like yeah, oh, and he like backs up a little. I was like, oh. This gator's freaked out. He got him. Once that happened, I knew we got this gator. I knew we had him. Because oh, the yeah. gator was like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> that was a good uh, one. I was very impressed. Yeah, that is, man, what a story. Well, it was like a, a, a great Florida man story. Like he saved yeah, he even day. had a song written about him. Yeah. yeah Look at that. Florida man. He's a good guy. Uh, well, sometimes. All right. Not often. Not often. Frequently. <laughs> Not a great guy. All right, let's get out of here. Thank you so much for listening or watching or however you enjoyed this podcast. Crendor, hit him with the socials. We've got socials, youtube.com slash Cox and Crendor podcast. Find all these podcasts over there. You can cut off the podcast part. You'll find all the animations. We're also on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, and probably some other places. Just search for Cox and Crendor. Also... Uh, check out our own stuff. We got YouTube.com, Jesse Cox, YouTube.com slash Crendor, Twitch, Jesse Cox, Twitch, Crendor, Facebook, Jesse Cox, Facebook, Crendor, Twitter, Jesse Cox, Twitter, Crendor, uh, Instagram, Notorious Cox, Instagram, Crendor was taken. Uh, if you like Warhammer, Warhammer, Crendor on YouTube. And yeah, yeah, yo, that's all I got. Okay, that's it. See y'all next time. And as always, Woo. to be continued.